Nice. Hopefully, the audio quality is much better than what it's been because I spent a lot of money <laughs> buying new microphones. Thank you. thank you, Dave, for your investment. Don't thank me. Thank the lovely patrons who buy my feet and butt pics on the <laughs> interwebs. Thank you for bankrolling us, people. That's not real yet. Um, <laughs> so how you doing? Um, well, it's very wet outside. I'm not particularly happy with the weather. I'll I think that's very British of me to start by talking about the weather. I was going to make a, a, a Jeopardy joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take things women don't usually say for 400, Alex. <laughs> um, but Alex is... Uh, Rest in peace. R.I.P. in peace. Now we've Ken. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, it is quite gross out right now. It's very um, raining. But otherwise, well, I feel like I've lived a thousand lives this week, but wow. it's been good. A thousand. Things are going well. How are you? How are things going? Tell me more. Well, I don't want to get too personal. Yeah, you. Although in the last episode, I did reveal <laughs> that I hadn't had an orgasm until I was twenty-one. And I'm quite so terrified for. <laughs> My coworkers who have seen me <laughs> posting about this podcast. Oh, God. Going, Dave, what's your podcast about? Are you posting more episodes? Like, I, every time I think about my mother finding this podcast, <laughs> I feel <laughs> sick to my stomach. I think anyway. my, I think my mother would just be like, that's so, that's, um, that's very nice, David. <laughs> I'm very proud that you're doing things that, that you, en- that you enjoy. I'm glad you have hobbies. <laughs> And then send me like 16 MBA programs. And be like, you should go to business school. Uh, well, I feel like we've had like actually a decent amount of response. Oh, great to, response. To the podcast. Like, oh, yeah. Quite a, quite a number of people, both announced and unbeknownst, unbeknownst to us. Yeah. The good people of Reddit <laughs> who both love and, and hate me. Yeah, I feel like they're very indifferent towards me, but I'd rather have it that way. Um, you got to post more. You gotta get in there. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I'm a very busy woman, David, so, you know. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today, Becky? Well, Introduce us. this was actually a very specific request, um, and the subject that we're going to cover today is that of monogamy. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying someone mm-hmm. asked us. Someone asked after us. After only one podcast episode being mm-hmm. released. Specifically. To do <laughs> this topic. Isn't that so exciting? We're that famous. Is exciting. No. I would not want that at all. That's why we don't show our faces, because we have radio faces. We're hideously ugly. <laughs> don't ask us for video. <laughs> um, but no, we've had a great response to the first episode. It's been really, really great. We've had a bunch of people writing in uh, to the Reddit account, and we just launched the Instagram account. So if you want to go follow us there, we can do that too. Um, and yeah, so we're going to talk about monogamy. Monogamy or non-monogamy. Or... E-N-M. Do you do you think it do you think monogamy is a spectrum or do you think it's black and white? You're either monogamous or you're not, or do you think it's a whole range in between? It's interesting to me because I hope these new microphones don't pick up on my breathing. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> don't do that. Sorry. That, that picked up. Sorry, everyone. Don't do that. Sorry, Jeez, everyone. Becky. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not ASMR <laughs> yet. <laughs> Oh man, spectrum. It's you know, it's the question that goes through my mind is is someone just non-monogamous until they find the correct person? Like if you if you have like the right person in your life, 
it's going to make you not want to be with other people. But then at the same time, people tire of the things they've had for a while. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with getting bored, right? You, it, it takes a lot of effort and maintenance to keep a relationship going. And so, like, I don't blame people for being like, what else is out there? What's going on? Especially, like, when they're in high school, they got together in high school or college, and that's, like, they've been, you know, having the same meal for a while. And there's all these other meals out on social media and weird dating apps. Are you comparing people to meals? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Um, no, <laughs> but I think there's definitely a difference between saying, like, I am non-monogamous by nature and then saying... Um, like oh i've been with this person for so long that i'm bored and i'm not interested nice. anymore or like want to try something new mm. either by breaking it off completely or quote unquote spicing things up by introducing other people into your relationship i don't know there's so many different i guess workings and i just you hear about so many different kind of setups like people who are in relationships with multiple people people who are yeah enm ethically E&M ethically is, uh, non-monogamous which i, I think, think is E&M, a scam i think enm is a total scam it's a scam i'm glad we can, honest, like, we can like, agree I on think that is the dumbest quickest way to destroy your relationship i think you do that when it's on the last leg mm-hmm. you're trying to introduce something new it's like it's like the new having kids but we can't afford kids because <laughs> so we have to be yeah, ethically the boomers non-monogamous. destroyed the economy so now we have to be enm yeah. <sighs> Mm. Well, I think there's, I don't know, there's so much to cover because there's so many different like branches. Let's talk about monogamy just mm. as, as monogamous. I'm, yeah. I wouldn't say I am monogamous, but I wouldn't say yeah. I'm non-monogamous. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm non-non-monogamous. You're not, not, you're not non-monogamous. No, I'm definitely monogamous. Yeah. I just, I like the idea of having other people. So like. I am someone who I'll see someone beautiful walk into the room and be like, that's interesting. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. That's what scares me about monogamy is that it's not so much that I love being with the right person and like experiencing them. But I have also wondered like, what would it be like in a relationship where that person's open to bring other people in? Mm. Well, but I think there's a big difference between being in a relationship where you're happy and secure, mm. um, but you can still appreciate another attractive person. I think throughout as your relationship as it evolves, you're always going to meet people who spark yeah. a sexual or romantic interest in you. It's true, yeah. And that's when you really have to make that choice and be like, well, I chose my person. And what we have in terms of like a deep mutual trust, respect, a real strong foundation for a long lasting relationship, great communication, et cetera, et cetera. Am I going to give all that up for like a little, a little spark I with think that's someone I saw in a cafe? Well, you know, that's how I got cheated on two years ago. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. We don't talk about her. Um, actually, I think she actually just did work on that new venue in Vegas. The that, Sphere? Yeah. I think she actually was like a core. Okay, well, Dave, is that relevant? No. no. <laughs> I'm, I will say I'm happy for her. Okay. I think she's doing very well. Okay. Um, I never want to see her again or look at her because what she did was horrendous. You don't cheat on someone in Hawaii 
of all places in a cafe. Mm. But, you know, I'm wondering if she did that because she like was like, I okay. I think people cheat because they're trying to save the relationship. Okay, but cheating is different to the stating that you are yeah. polyamorous, well, non-monogamous. Because it, they fall into similar buckets, right? Mm. Being with someone else is the underlying factor here, right? It's whether or not you have permission or consent from your partner. It's, it's whether the other person knows about it or not. True. Well, I wouldn't say that because I have met E&M people mm. and their partner says, don't tell me about it. I don't yeah, but they know, know that they're doing it. They, not that you they know really details. Know sometimes. sometimes they just go, you can do whatever you want, but they don't really know if that person's going out and seeing okay. someone else. So like, yeah. here's an example, right? A few months ago, I was talking to someone who's recently E&M with the husband. Okay. And they've been together since college. Both mm. went to very good colleges. I'm not going to say which ones, but they're expensive and they're exclusive. Okay. They both have okay, very... Okay, what does that mean? High paying jobs. They're okay. They're in like the upper echelon. Okay. Of society. So they're like conventionally successful. They're successful. They're smart. On the surface, it seems like everyone thinks they have it together. Mm. Sex life is struggling. Mm. Okay. So they opened it up to E and M. And she's been experiencing stuff. And here's the here's the thing with E and M. Usually the girl is the one. That gets all the action. Of course. The guy. That goes without saying. Is never able <laughs> to really. He doesn't know. The guy, you know, you have to sharpen that blade as a man. It's difficult. You got to go out and you got to essentially like attract people. Women just attract mates. Right? Women attract anyone. Exactly. So apparently this girl was telling me that we had like, we'd hung out once. Nothing had happened. It was kind of like a, like a feeling out everything. And then I got busy and I was like, I didn't have time for her. Um, and she reached out and she was like, yeah, you know, it's like going okay. But like my husband uh, hasn't been dating, which is code for he can't find anyone. Mm. And she has all this interest. And so he was getting upset. And then this is a very common, typical thing with the E&M thing. I'm sure. So E&M, for people that don't know, is ethical non-monogamy. Which essentially means that you're with your partner, you have your person, and then you go and you bang other people because it's not working in the bedroom, right? There's no chemistry sexually. Or I don't know. I guess it doesn't have to be sexually, does it? It could be other things. Like say you have a partner with whom you actually do have a great sex life, but they work all the time and they're traveling constantly. That's right. So you want someone yeah. who's going to take you on date nights. Yeah. Which is just I think, weird because... Yeah. The only person that really loses here is the person who is stepping into the relationship. They have nothing to gain. The relationship can't go anywhere. Well, I think people who kind of embark on these non-traditional journeys, they're trying to figure something out. Yeah. Right? There's something unresolved there. And I'm not saying that like, the right way to be in a relationship is monogamous and conventional and traditional. Are you, Absolutely are you not. monogamous? I am. Okay. But that's because I'm a lover girl through and through. I love to be <laughs> in love. If I like someone and I'm like, and they're giving me everything that I need, I only have eyes for them. Mm. That being said, I haven't been in a long-term relationship, long-term being more than two years. For how long? What do you mean? Oh, never. Never. I've never. never. Had a, I've never had a relationship over t the two-year mark. I have, but we've talked about this. It was a horrible mm. mistake. Mm. It's just I was checked out for like the second half of it. Right. 
Well, I think you do like that does tend to be kind of the point like one and a half two years in where you're just like okay some real big decisions need to be made here is this someone I envisage being with long term and the answer has never been yes so maybe I just haven't met the right person maybe I'm Mm. very good at like being able to get out at the right time um but also (laughs) maybe I'm just terrified of a long-term commitment but I mean that and that factors back into the whole idea of non-monogamy the idea that you're missing out on something, right? But that's not how I feel because I certainly am monogamous. Like, I don't have an issue with monogamy or committing. I think it's more like um, just this sense of like, oh, being with the same person forever. How do you really know that they're right? But then I think... The then th- are the you question- monogamous? Yes, I am. I am because I wouldn't date multiple people at the same time. But you can also be ethically non-monogamous. No, no, no. I don't find any of it ethical. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just that whole thing makes me very uncomfortable. I had some time on field when I was like, oh, I don't oh, yeah, want a relationship. I yeah. just want to like date and like quote unquote have fun. And I found it fucking exhausting. Wait, it tell was me about horrible. Field. Tell me about field. Field was awful because I had like ten thousand likes. Dude, I. I've <laughs> only heard to wade through them was like going through a fucking hell swamp. Let me tell you. I was I have creatures only, on there. I've only heard horror stories except for one girl. Two girls actually. Um about field. And one of them one of them I had I'd hooked up with. The other one is just a friend. But I don't like field seems to be like a absolute cesspool. Mm, yeah. And like I've met I've met girls off field, but I would say like 70% of the time it goes terribly wrong. Yeah. Like really, really like it's bad. Like the yeah. people I'm meeting on there, I don't know what is going on, but it is not, it's not kosher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not sacrosanct. Um, one day I went on, it was actually going pretty well. Um, and then maybe like an hour or so in, he turns to me, and goes, so what if I told you I was married? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. As a hypothetical. <laughs> he was married. And he didn't, you didn't and he say this. And he hadn't told me before we met. What if I told you <laughs> this medal on my finger oh my signifying a signed contract? <laughs> okay, no, but this is... What if right. I told you I have 16 children? <laughs> Would that change your... Would that change your... No, I'm never going to judge someone for their preferences, right? But do yeah. you think monogamy is something... We are, and I'm really tiptoeing around this question. Naturally inclined towards, or is it something that we're like is so deeply instilled in us from a young age? I mean, like I know as you know, as a woman having grown up with Disney, for example, and like the rom coms of the early two thousands, um, the idea is very much like your life is not complete until you have your romantic partner. I I have an answer to this that I think. Reddit's gonna hate me for, and our listeners might be like, "What's fucking new?" Go f yourself, Dave. (laughs) Just want to say before I say this, we got one comment on our podcast (laughs) on the first episode. We haven't launched a second episode while recording this. The only comment was a guy, a guy named Frank, (laughs) that said, "I can hear the sound of Dave's arm breaking as he pats himself (laughs) on the back." And I read that, I was confused, and I was like, "He doesn't like me." 
I think the consensus is that we hate Dave. Everybody hates Dave. But then and everyone Becky has lo- a perfect voice. For everyone ASMR. hates Dave, but then everyone loves Dave. Like there's no like I'll get all these messages on Reddit of people loving me, right? And then all of a sudden people say, go f yourself, Dave. Yes, dear. Okay. Um. Anyway, so okay, yeah. No. My but do answer. You think, do you think it's nature or nurture? I think it's nature, and I think women are more inclined to monogamy because for them just everything about relationships and intimacy stems from safety and comfort they want to find someone that's going to protect them and it's going to look out for them Mm -hmm. and men were more drawn like off the off the bat to the instant connection the instant attraction you know whether it be physical mental spiritual you know whatever you want to call it like there's always i feel like there's a bigger spark usually for men mm. i feel like men actually fall easier yeah I agree. than women and i think that is not i think that's by design i think that's almost biological well biologically speaking a man can impregnate several women that's at what once. i'm saying well, not yeah. at once but like you know in very quick succession um yeah. and a woman can only be pregnant once a year right. um so it does make sense why women are looking for a partner who is able to provide the stability and security that is going to help them have a happy, healthy baby. Yeah. Whereas for men, if biologically we're in the mindset that like, um, I must spread my seed for want of a better phrase. Yeah. Nick Cannon. (laughs) Um, gross. You know, it's yeah. Elon Musk. Oh God, please don't. Disgusting. I'll actually vomit. That breakfast sandwich will come right back up. <laughs> it's a good breakfast sandwich. It was good. Shout out to Speak Cheesy. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I think there's something to that. Mm. I think there's something to the fact that, like, what if men are not monogamous by design and women are? What does it even mean? That's the thing. Isn't that so interesting? Because it's like, where does this, like, societal mindset come from? whereby we're told we have to find one person oh make sure it's the right one by the way and then be with them forever yeah i don't actually think that's real. i think monogamy is realistic but lifelong monogamy not necessarily and that's my hot take uh because i think you know as you grow and evolve and change you cannot always guarantee that your partner is going to be on that exact same journey with you alongside you no, i look I at agree. people who've been together since school or university and i'm like honestly hats off you managed to find someone who you don't know that ev- well you don't know if they're happy that's no. the thing that's so tricky i know plenty of people who are happy in very very long term relationships and we're only 30 so the happiest marriages i've heard about they're mm. all swingers Well, that's another thing, isn't it? I just, I think there's something to... Do you think jealousy helps actually keep a relationship happy? No, I don't. I think think mutual admiration Mm. and respect is what keeps a relationship healthy. Okay, but back to the swinging thing. Yeah. What is it about having your partner be with someone else? I think you want them to be happy. Hmm. I think you're your desire for them to feel fulfillment and happiness supersedes the idea that you have to be the one to give it to them. Yeah. Mm. You know, like there's, um, that porn star, Mia Khalifa mm-hmm. was dating a guy for a while who apparently was really into, um, like hot wifing. Okay. Yeah. Which is when your girlfriend goes and sleeps with 
like other people, but then like tells you about it. So it's the opposite of what we really know. It's really like, it's kind of weird. And I, I dabbled in that very briefly, um, like two years ago. And the guy was like really into this girl going out and like having her adventures and then being told about it. And for that, for him, it was very arousing and like fulfilling. But is that because he found it humiliating or because I think he found I think he and I'm not, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I think because <laughs> we did get some comments. Everyone's um, like Dave cuts you off all the time, Becky. And I'm just like, guys, do you think I can't handle myself? It's back like, and forth. Please. Yeah, it's come on. <laughs> lay off, ladies. Um, I think for, for him, it wasn't humiliating that what he was getting gratification on. I think it was the idea that the person he was seeing was being validated as attractive by other people Ooh, but is that then problematic because he views his wife or girlfriend whatever as some kind of trophy is he object is he objectifying her by like pimping her out some girls like that maybe well i mean that's the thing i've met girls that i mean if you like it if you like it do it i i enjoy that to some to us not not to that extent but like i kind of like showing off who I'm dating. I think it's sexy. Okay, but you're not like packing her off to some other dude's no, house the weekend. No, no. But like I like, like, I'm dating someone. I like them dressing up in a way that other people will look at them. Because for me, it's like, it's like, yeah. Like, yeah, you want to be proud to be seen with the person you Not even proud, but I, I kind of enjoy, like, I, so I think we, we may have talked about this, but like I was on a date, like, I've just having a few dates like over the last year where I come back from the bathroom and the date that I'm on is being hit on by someone else. Do you like that? I love that. <laughs> oh god. That's my favorite. That's like right up there with someone when I was younger and I ran track, someone mm-hmm. stealing the girl's purse that I was with because I was like a track person. Like I'm not going to I don't want Frank to, you know, freak out again. <laughs> Wait, what? I was a big <laughs> no, I was you're a not big about to say I'm so fast. I was top I, I was top in the country. I was ranked nationally on track for long jump, for long jump, not for sprinting, but I still ran a very fast hundred meter dash. And when I was younger, I'd be like frothing at the idea of someone (laughs) stealing this girl's purse that I was with. So you could run and get it back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was like a big fantasy of mine. And it's the same thing as like when I come back. Chivalry isn't dead, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's just, it's on the track now. (laughs) But yeah, I like coming back from, I love when someone's being, hit on and i'm with them because it's like oh you're so dumb you don't even know what you've been doing you don't even know what you're doing but doesn't that imply um a certain level of trust that you have in that person like because what if she just got up and went with the other guy i trust her but i also trust myself that i'm like i can take this person out not like not like not like fighting them no but if, if she if she was like hey actually like this other guy is better looking richer smarter funnier i'm actually just gonna go have a drink with him would never, you be able to handle that i've never had it happen okay but what if it did i, I don't know i don't i can't explain <laughs> because i haven't had it happen okay. i don't know i'm not gonna go down that thought <laughs> line you know this isn't happening in fancy swanky bars this is like dive bars but oh yeah obviously know. but i enjoy well i don't really know anyone who's been hit on by someone they want to be hit on with in like a dive bar i mean or i any just bar love for that matter. i love coming back to that Especially if mm. we haven't kissed on the date yet. Mm. My favorite thing is just like, oh, hey, what's going on? Just going straight in for the kiss as the first kiss. 
Oh my. Okay. I've done that before. Yeah. And okay. then, and then turn to the guy and be like, Hey, what's going on? Okay. So you, you guys know each other? So you revel, camp? you revel oh in God. that kind of attention. Are you guys former coworkers? <laughs> oh, you just met. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you need anything else? No. Okay, cool. What are we talking about? Okay. I love that. You so don't you're, like that? So you're somewhat possessive. I'm, I would say I'm territorial. Mm-hmm. I think there's nothing, to a healthy there's nothing extent. wrong with that. And I think for I'm a lot of people, jealous, though. Uh, for a lot of people that's, that's attractive is, yeah. is having that level of like, you know, your, your mind. Yeah. But also I'm like, not going to freak out at you because you're, yeah. you're right. Like, listen, if that person, jealousy is severely unattractive once. Well, okay. Why is it that jealousy is unattractive? But territorialness and possessiveness because that is not. because that that brings with it a certain level of confidence that oh, jealousy doesn't have. That's, that's what it is. It's all about security and self esteem, is it not? Right, it is. I okay. This brought to mind a boyfriend I had when I was eighteen years old. I'd been abroad um, for a few months. I'd come back. He picked me up from the Eurostar, um, and we went to like a restaurant near the station. And he was so convinced that I was flirting with the waiter. I literally probably just smiled and said, thank you. You know, like, no, I hear you. be kind to your wait staff. Um, and he got so angry, he punched a fucking wall. Yeah, that's And I, that was a sexy. major ick. I was just Major like, ick. That's like, get the fuck away from this guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. needless to say, the relationship didn't last much longer after that. Only a few snogs. <laughs> oh my God, please don't use the S word in front of me. It actually <laughs> makes me feel ill. <laughs> I've oh. hated that word forever. I right, real quick, we are drinking tea. Yeah. This is tea and sympathy. What We're kind drinking, of tea is um, this, by the way? I believe it's Snow Monkey. From uh from fuck? Clipper Tip. Yeah, Clipper Ship Tea Company. Whatever happened to a nice English in, uh, breakfast? In uh Huntington. It's made my friend Melissa. I've Shout been going there Melissa. for like eight years. I'll probably see if she'll wanna send us some tea. We'll yeah. just like shout her out. We She's should, lovely. If any if anyone has tea tea we like of tea. any kind send it to us <laughs> um but yeah let's get back i mean monogamy it's it's what's interesting to me i think about this whole thing mm. is that not even 10 years ago mm. like this is a very new recent development People in terms of date, how widely spoken about it is that's not even sure. not even talking about poly right we should talk well, about we poly. also need to discuss polyamory because that's different ball putting game. putting poly in a on the back burner for a second the idea that you used to go out on a date with someone mm-hmm. and then if it goes well you're dating that person until yeah. you're not date no until longer him. yeah no longer the thing because it used to be difficult to get dates you have to go up to someone you have to put yourself out there you have to talk to them you know you have to get their information you have to set the whole thing up now it's like hey here's a meme of a bear waving hello oh okay i like that let me send you a meme of how i met your mother LOL, so funny. You want to get drinks? Okay, here's my number. That's how you get dates now. Is it? On the apps, yeah. Personally. I've done that. I have a much, I once got a number in two texts. Process. Two texts, I got a number. Okay. Like, that's not right. It, 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 there needs to be more resistance, you know? And uh. so, let's hear me out, hear me out, right? Because of this, everyone's dating multiple people for the most part. Not right. saying you do because you're a saint, but <laughs> most people are seeing a bunch of people until 
someone says, I like you, let's make a commitment. Well, I, yeah, I used to I used to be that way. Honestly, like when I was in my early 20s and had bounds of energy, um, I would go on like four <laughs> dates a week and I would like revel in it. I would, yeah. It was my hobby. Dating was literally an extracurricular. So what I'm saying is, is that not a form of polygamy? Well, no, because no one else knew about it. Okay. It was non-ethical, so, I suppose. A non-ethical. In the non sense that I would be dating multiple people, but none of them would know about each other. Whereas polyamory, that's when everybody's... So you're talking about... Wait, what is the N definition of polyamory? N-E-N-M, non-ethical non-monogamy. <laughs> polyamory <laughs> is having multiple partners that you are... Like seeing, but I don't like you're believe, equally involved with yeah, all of them. I don't think with E and M there's a primary partner. Yes, that's the difference. That's yeah. why I think E and M is total bullshit mm -hmm. because it's like, oh my god, I love this person so much, but I'm just gonna get like railed out by these other people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is I don't like that. I think it's either monogamy or polyamory. Like you're either in it with one or you're in it with a few. But what's the difference between like what? Where does an open relationship fall? Because I feel like a lot of people are like less willing to put a specific label on it like oh we're enm or oh we're polyamorous and they'll be like we're in an open relationship what does that mean open is enm right yeah open just means we can go out and do our own things and we come home mm -hmm. and we like share stories and pe people can come in and out of the relationship basically right. if you think of your relationship like a store and it's open That's people can come in and out uh, is there a mat people cleaning their shoes if it, they walk yeah. around the store? I mean, it depends. <laughs> the issue that I see with uh, with the open relationship is that everyone has their own rules, mm, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, this girl that was in the E&M was like, no sleepovers. Mm. Um, you know, when I'm with my husband, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, do whatever you want. Like, I don't – this is your life. <laughs> like, what are you like, – right. she's trying to set these boundaries. But that's the I'm thing. Like, it's very imbalanced, isn't it? Because they're, on the one hand, you have someone who's setting all these rules and they have these very clear visions about like the kind of relationship they want. Whereas you, you don't even have to be a &M to be involved in an e &M relationship because no. you're not in that relationship. It's incredibly selfish, e &M, mm. is what I've come to realize. It's these two people who don't like what they're able to give each other. Mm -hmm. And so they're searching for third parties to give to them. To fill gaps. But it's always on their terms. It's yeah. never on anyone else's terms but right. their own, which is incredibly, in my opinion, it's wrong. It's selfish. And I find this interesting because I feel like couples, and, and I think specifically like heteronormative couples, take precedence in society over everyone else regularly. Um, Not even talking about like these kinds of relationships like with threesomes or like E&M or polyam, whatever. Society affords couples a lot more leeway than they do single people. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier to be in a couple than it is to be single. We like a couple. Especially in New York when paying rent solo is I mean, incredibly I difficult. Know people, I know people who are literally in relationships to pay rent together. Right. Yeah, which is wild to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't really fully... I could never do that. Yeah. I could never be in a relationship just to pay rent. I think our, so just a quick sidebar. We are using new microphones and I'm trying to make sure the audio is good. I hope this has worked because otherwise. Becky was just holding the mic down a little bit. So if you hold it down. It's because I've been very impassioned. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you're good right now. Okay. We're solid right now. All right. Um, yeah, so polyamory I find really interesting because it's like, it's almost like a commune, mm. you know, where essentially everyone knows about everyone. It's like a, it's almost like a swinger. It's like a small swinger circle where everyone's sharing everyone, mm. which sounds kind of gross in a weird way, but also kind of like sweet. I don't know. But that's like what it is. It's like everyone knows about each other. Now, my question is, don't people get jealous? Well, that's what we just discussed, right? Like, what's the difference between like jealousy, which is, I think, a very natural, but like a very ugly emotion. Like it's really looked down upon to be jealous. Because it it ties in with desperate, like desperation, which Mm. is the worst. There's Mm. nothing worse than being desperate. There's no, there's no more, there's nothing more unappealing to a person than seeing someone who's desperate because what it's signifying is that they don't have other options. That like they are clinging to you because they can't get other people. Mm. And then you're wondering, well, why can't this person get other people? What's wrong with this person? Mm. But, but that's also the thing. It's like when you like someone, you don't want them to have other options. You want to be their only option. I disagree. I mean, it's kind of nice if they were to have other options because it's nice to be dating someone who's desirable, right? Yeah. But you don't want them to like, you need to feel secure that they're not going to choose any other options. There you go. You know? You got to speak into the mic. I am speaking it's into the directional. mic. It's very directional. Wait. You're good. Okay. Just don't, like, you see how you're holding it up like that? No. Speak it like this. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Like what? Like this? Exactly. I don't want to say, I don't want to say it, but there you go. You know what I'm talking about. Sorry, guys. I'm just, <laughs> I'm learning how to use the microphone, but it turns out it comes a lot more naturally to me. Than <laughs> <laughs> Becky, no, it's a family <laughs> show. Um, the way you're holding that now is. <laughs> just don't look at me if it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> it's quite a girthy microphone. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it's, it's very interesting. What's interesting to me is that this is so prevalent now. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not really it's it's not even coincidental at this point that it's like with the rise of dating apps and social media and like all this stuff. Um, it makes it makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. this is now prevalent. And do you think it's because more people can get away with it because you're meeting people in apps that you wouldn't actually normally run into in real life. So you're meeting people who are so far removed from your regular social circles that people maybe feel that they can get away with this a lot more and it's a lot more acceptable. I think that's part of it. Mm. I think it's also just so much easier to find people to sleep with. Like, do you think that's because people are afraid of like, are people using non-monogamy as an excuse to hide deeper yes. wounds? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Mm. I have never once met a person that did ENM that came out clean on the other side. They always lose the relationship. Because right, because it sounds messy. It's not just messy. And it's exhausting. That, like, like, for example, right? This person that I was talking to a while ago about ENM told me she had never had an orgasm because her partner was submissive. And she... What? Yeah, she was very submissive and would tell me, like, yeah, like, these are the things I want to do. And I'm like, well, what do you do with your partner now? And she's like, none of that. Like, their be- their bedroom life is completely like destroyed like they don't have good sexual chemistry which but is the what, next episode but was it destroyed or did they never have it in the first place i don't think they knew enough about it when they got together and then after they were together throughout college 
they had like the sunk mm. costs and then all their friends are shared and their identity is the relationship and oh, now what do you do rough it's rough yeah it's really disappointing and i think it's difficult because a lot of people are like fed this idea mm. that this is like find your partner in college right. you know these things like right because what about when monogamy goes too far like that yeah. sounds to me like hell you are so far intertwined with someone how do you extrapolate your own identity from your relationship you it's like almost like religion at that point mm. you know it's like your community it's mm -hmm. your identity it's personality so it's a very big problem and i think I feel really bad for this person, but I'm almost certain that she's going to hook up with someone and have like a sexual awakening and realize like I can't keep living with this person. I mean, the fact that she already told me that the husband was like not cool with her dating a lot and was asking her to rein it in like that's already like a big no, no. You should not be proceeding with E&M if your husband is saying I don't like this. This is making me uncomfortable. Well, that's there's no E about that whatsoever, no, is there? No, and that's what's so... That, to me, is already, like... She already made up her mind. Like, she wants new experiences intimately. So, basically, she wants out of the relationship. But she doesn't want to... too scary. And that's the thing with E&M is, like, I want the cake. I also want to eat it, and I want to admire it and, like, hold it. Like, it's just... There's no... It doesn't work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why the poly thing to me makes sense because it's like, okay, you have other partners. Everyone's equally invested. We're sharing. But E&M is essentially, and that's another thing with the open relationship. The open relationship is usually supposed to be people coming in and out for like one night stands. Right. E&M is not that. E&M yeah. is having multiple partners, but also having a primary partner. Right. And so there's no way that feelings aren't going to develop. It's essentially having a husband and then friends with benefits that you're seeing regularly is the best way I can describe it. Mm -hmm. Well, I Which, think... And we know friends with benefits. Right. Right. How does that go every single time? Never well. No. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, that's Please okay. don't crucify no, me, I, Becky's I was friends. just forming... <laughs> They're going to kill me. <laughs> don't team just... up with Frank. <laughs> I was just forming an idea. Like... Really, I guess what maybe sets polyamory apart in theory, if not necessarily in practice, is that it, there's communication, right? There's open communication between everybody who's involved because everybody knows who yeah. is involved. Exactly. Yeah, Whereas yeah. in ENM, that's just not necessarily, it sounds a lot shadier in the sense that, like, well, I mean, to, honestly, to each their own. If you're doing ENM, or you're in a polyamorous relationship and it's working well for you, like, I really want to hear about it because I don't feel like I know enough about it to really make Listen, if a it comprehensive works for judgment. You, if yeah. it works for you and mm -hmm. you're not lying to yourself and it's actually working. If you're actually happy, good for you. I want to know. I, I want to know more. Tell us. I want to know. I'm Write not, to us. I'm a very open-minded person, but this is my this has been my experience with it and seeing yeah. people and talking to people. Honestly, like I'm 30 years old. I'm fucking tired. I don't have the energy to date more than one person. It's a lot. But also I feel like I've done the work, quote unquote, the work where, you know, I've been in therapy. I've been reading the self-help books. I've like tried to improve my relationships over time. And now I'm in a place where I'm like, hey, I actually trust myself that I'm picking good partners who are meeting all of my needs. And as soon as someone I'm dating stops doing that, I like need to have faith in myself that I can leave the relationship. Yeah. Um, but right. I mean, you know, monogamous, I'm monogamous. I want my true love. I want my prince charming. <laughs> and I'm sorry if that makes me a simp. You're a simp. Maybe I am a simp. I was called a simp for flowers. 
Right. It's the lunatics of Reddit. As we all know. All right. So we're going to go, we're going to switch into listener mail. Oh, yes. So we got some messages recently on our Reddit account. Um, Thank you, everybody who's been brave enough to share their stories with us. It's been really, really nice. Really lovely. I, we love it. Yeah. It's really cool. So we had someone write in. Um, everything's anonymous. So feel free to write in. And he essentially uh, asked, you know, there's this girl who works with me on my team. He goes, great start off here, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, they've gotten very close. They talk every day. And uh, they decided to go to lunch one day and they shared a meal. And the next morning, uh, the girl messaged her him that she was feeling down. But yesterday made her really happy and like just made her like super happy. The problem is she has a boyfriend. And he was fine with this, but the relationship was because the relationship was platonic. But then he started developing feelings. So he didn't know what to do. And he's very upset because he's like, well, this person's taken. And I don't want to, you know, be that person to, you know, get in the way, be a homewrecker. Right. And he feels like telling the feelings to the colleagues would cause a shitstorm. So she went away with the boyfriend. She came back and he was very distant from her. She started like messaging him more when you said she went away they on went holiday. on vacation yeah on vacation i'm sorry on holiday yeah so then he was like what do i do i don't know what to do i like this person but we work together she's got a boyfriend i said all right listen my advice was that you recognize that this is a bad idea <laughs> good job bad idea right have you heard that song <laughs> yeah seeing you tonight i know it's a song. bad idea right Sorry, anyway, go on. That's good. No, you should sing. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, so I kind of just was letting him know, don't homewreck the relationship. Because I always say, what what would future self be into? Like, if future Becky slept with a married man, would would <laughs> if? she be... Oh, joking. Becky. No, I mean... Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway. I've revealed too much. We, we let this guy know that you should give her some context about why you're ignoring her right because you started like ignoring her I was like why don't you tell her how you feel you caught feelings well has she asked him why he's ignoring her because if she hasn't asked she probably doesn't she was getting upset yeah okay yeah she was messaging him he didn't want to disrupt the relationship but i was like you know if you put if you put the ball in her court and say i have feelings for you i'm sorry i don't think we can keep going on the way we're going we should just be friends and like distance ourselves at least she knows the situation and so if things change with the boyfriend, mm. you know what I'm saying? But then they're still co-workers. And I honestly, my bottom line advice would be don't shit where you eat. I agree. But I think this was the best way. But jobs come and go and love is. Unless you have a green card or you don't have a green card. Unless you're uh, an expat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> working on a visa. I don't know who you're talking about, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> and you can't. And it's not just a job because you're here. You're bound to the Look, job. Look, I'm looking for true love. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. This guy was really happy with our uh, our advice. He talked to her and said that, you know, I have feelings for you and I don't think we can keep hanging out the way we were hanging out. That's she, brave of him. And I, it's what I said. I said that was the correct thing to do. And she said, well, we're just friends and I have my boyfriend. He said, I totally respect that. And I understand that. But I don't think mm -hmm. we can keep hanging out the way we've been hanging out because yeah. I'm I have feelings for you now. Right. And I think she's all pissy about it. Because I think she was using him to fill some kind of void. I think, yeah, I think she was probably really enjoying the attention. Yes. She was having her cake and eating it. And it wasn't just at home. Right. She's also getting it at work. Right? Exactly. Um, 
so yeah, I think it was really courageous of him to be open and honest about his feelings, which is no easy feat. No. It's really hard to tell someone how you feel, especially when you have that fear of well, it's not it's not even like an invalid fear. It's like she has a boyfriend. And when they work together? She's not gonna reciprocate those feelings. No. And yeah, and you you work in the same place. Oh my it's god, crazy. that's so complicated. But yeah. you know, I think hats off to him for coming clean about his feelings. And I think it's the right decision to then take some distance and just be like, well, I can't help the fact that I'm going to see you every day, but we are not going to continue seeing each other socially the way we have been because it's going to hurt me. Yeah. That's vulnerable, but in the best way. Have I you ever hooked up with a coworker? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. How old are you? 18. Wow. Okay. That's <laughs> oh my God. It was the boyfriend who punched the wall. Oh We God. worked together. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've also I also slept with someone at a more recent job. Oh, Becky's mom, cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was interesting because no one else knew. Okay. So it was kind of more exciting. Interesting. Okay. But it, it was somewhat messy. It's always messy. It's always messy. Just don't do it. But it, it is. It feels exciting, but don't do it. It is so exciting. You're at happy hour. It's so You've taboo. You've had a few too many margaritas. Oh, God. Don't do it. Go home. I mean, after my last situation where someone proclaimed their love for me at my current job. Um, so awkward. It's horrible. Careful, it's terrible. Careful of your arm breaking, Dave. I'm not joking. I know, right? <laughs> no, it sucks, though. It's like it still is something that I am working through because mm. it's like, how do you trust, you know, it's hard for me to like trust my coworkers now because it's like, right. It's super uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. And all the, all the girls I work with are wonderful yeah. except for that one person. Mm. Um, but they are great. They're lovely people and they care. And like, you know, I, I bought in some soup last week and they all ate some of my soup and told me, you know, what was good or bad about it. I like making soup. Your soup was good. What was the one you made for Thank me you. last week? The I potato one? Potato one. I Delicious. made a butternut squash one mm-hmm. for someone. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Soup. Um. Soup. All right. So one more. <laughs> one more listener mail. And then uh, we're going to cap this. All right. So this one we haven't even responded to. He goes, you know, <laughs> this is not even written properly. You know what, Wait, Dave? I, let me read this one. You read this one. Yeah. Because Correct. everybody prefers my voice anyway. <laughs> Okay, here we go. <laughs> just just kick me on down. <laughs> you know what? Okay, wait. I'm just I'm going to make this grammatically correct as I go. Okay. You know what, Dave? You've intrigued me. I saw <laughs> you've intrigued me. I saw that you run a podcast. I'm bitter and resentful. I'm a nice guy and will treat my partner like a princess. Lavish gifts, dinner dates, the whole nine yards. But before I took a decade to work on myself, all my relationships ended in me being cheated on. I was dumped for going to the mall with my mother. I was drunk dialed and dumped. I figured that the reason for this was me. Hence the 10 year break. I've learned how to be happy on my own, but I don't want to be alone forever. I'm not getting younger and I spent my 20s alone. Now I just want to try to get out there, but I can't even find a date. I've tried several different apps. I've tried going out to the places I used to be familiar with and I can't even get a date. I'm ready to give up here, but that also means that I'm the last member of my family. I see people every day just in passing that treat their partners like dirt and have to wonder, why why easy if you can shed a little light on this i'd actually appreciate it because i'm at my wit's end and if i stop trying i won't start up again oof this is you know i think this is a really great 
This is raw. This is real. Someone that wrote into us. We haven't responded yet. If you're listening, if you wrote into us like that uh, about this, like I'm really sorry you feel that way. Yeah, that sucks. It, it's horrible to That's feel not. like you're never going to find someone that you're trying everything you can and you just can't seem to get a date because everybody deserves romantic love. But this is a large majority of the singles currently in New York feel like this. Yeah. This is not this is this is not like a no, an you off are not alone. beaten trail. This is not like an atypical case. This is the majority of people feeling like this right now. Yeah. No, absolutely. This is by no means a unique experience. No. And I, I wanna say starting off, um this person is However, I do have to say that anyone who refers to themselves as a nice guy, I'm automatically suspicious. I agree with that. It's hard because we don't know you. We, we don't, don't know, know you. We don't know him, so we can't say what's like there's if there's certain, anything wrong with him. No, there's certain things here that stick out to me. Like you're not getting the full story. You know, you're getting the this is their side of the story and what's what's been wrong and they've been wronged almost. Yeah. It reads very much as victim, which I don't yes. like. Yeah. Um. You know, and I always say this to people that that write in. And ask, well, what can I do differently? How do I meet women? It's the first thing you do is you go to the gym. Oh, Dave, come Let's on. hear me out. What if, what if they're not able-bodied and can't access the gym? That's different. If you're able-bodied and you can access the gym, go to the gym. What if they're able-bodied but they can't afford a membership? They can do push-ups on their floor. Okay. It's not about getting into like a sexy toned body. It's about being able to set an idea of something of saying I'm gonna do this thing and then doing it. Okay, but I think like the gym is like one specific example of an overarching take care of yourself first and then the rest will follow. Because I think once you start pouring your energy into yourself and you're like making yourself feel good, then good things will be drawn to you. Like you will attract good things if you're putting that good energy into your you're investing it into yourself. I agree. The gym is part of that. The gym is great for me and when I tell people about the gym, the reason I tell them about the gym is because first and foremost, but it's great the gym, for mental... The gym, everybody knows what the gym is. It's great for mental health. Exercise in any form. is phenomenal. Yeah, being active. But the gym is usually the easiest for people. No, I would disagree. I think taking nice long walks is. Okay, well... But like, because for me personally, I hate the gym because I get stared at. It's because you're hot, Becky. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pat yourself on the back like... <laughs> Don't be breaking your legs. My arm. (laughs) So, okay. No, like I hate the gym because I don't feel comfortable there. What's your, what would you tell this guy? Because we got to wrap this up. We ran long on this one. I would say just stop focusing on trying to get a date. Focus on making your life fulfilling as it is. Look at your relationships with your friends and family and like invest in those. Like be, practice mindfulness have a healthy diet exercise like take care of your body and your mind and your spirit and you know fulfill yourself with things that you enjoy doing and the people that are meant for you will be drawn to that do you know what i mean you need to make yourself the center of your own universe rather than like like we talked about desperation earlier right yeah i hate to judge but all i can go on is this message from our reddit dms it sounds a little desperate and i think oh, that desperation desperate. is off-putting so I think working on yourself and focusing on you as opposed to making finding a romantic partner the ultimate pursuit and the 
the gold. sun in your solar system. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do something else. I still, I, that's an interesting message. I will disagree with you on that, actually, on a few of these things. Mm. I think the first thing you got to do is you got to stop looking at yourself as a victim. You're not a victim. No one owes you anything. Um, I'm sorry that these things, things uh, happened to you. I'm sorry that people broke up with you drunk or yeah no one deserves jealous. that treatment but you're that right. sucks don't but be a victim the fact of the matter is you're not a victim stop being and and living in this victim mentality of life is so hard this isn't fair because this is what all of the like nice guy slash incels kind of project is that like life has been cruel to them and unfair to them and it's like most of these guys live in america like i don't want to hear it okay you are in one of the best possible situations to live a fulfilling successful um, life. You can pretty much do whatever you want, right? You weren't born. There's other places in the world that are like so rough that you can't even conceptualize how bad they have it. So it's like, I don't want to hear that you don't, you know, like life is difficult because you're five, eight. Like, well, um, up. Hold on, I think hold on, it's hold on. relative. Let I think it's going. all relative, David. I agree. I think it's all relative. But Everyone can be unhappy. Or happy. I agree. I agree. But that being said, what are you doing to make yourself appealing? Right? Some of these guys, here's a great story. And I think this is going to sum up how what's going on with this guy in our DMs. There was a guy I went to college with who was five six. Oh um God. and he would go for the hottest girls on campus. And then he'd get rejected and he would cry and be like, It's not fair. They don't like me. Me, 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 me. And finally I sat him down and said, Listen, dude, you're going for girls, okay, with bodies that could start wars. Okay. Oh come and on. And the fact of the matter is, what are you doing? to attract these people no but that's the problem Hold it's not about me, making no i'm cutting you off because oh i God. it's not about making yourself appealing to the masses it's about being authentically yourself to the point where you attract someone who is going to be genuinely compatible with you if someone who's in the gym for 20 hours a week they're gonna who the want fuck has th time for that they're gonna want someone who also is putting time into their body okay true yes this is what i'm saying and is this person was just saying they should love me for me and I'm like, listen, man, going to the gym and bulking up or like practicing mindfulness or working on yourself or being entrepreneurial. A lot of these people already have their own businesses. A lot of these girls who were like crushing in the gym had already started side projects and were like really killing it. And you're going after those people. What are you what are you doing? What are but you he offering? Hasn't, but he hasn't even said that. He hasn't even mentioned what kind of like women he likes he just wants he a just date wanted with hot. someone that he can treat like well, a this guy in college just wanted hot people and okay. he was he was very put off by the fact that i was saying you have to do more to make yourself more viable candidate for selection oh i don't like i don't like that kind of mentality i just think like there's someone out there for everyone and i think the more aligned you are with yourself and what you actually want and like i don't disagree i don't think you should do you, that then but if you're going is. after people, if like you're not that, someone who likes the gym, don't go to the gym. You don't have to. But those people are looking for specific kinds of people. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. If you wanna, if you wanna get into that, you wanna go date an influencer. You wanna go to Butterfly Soho and gospel. But if that's what you're concerned with, if you're like, I wanna date an influencer as opposed to like, I wanna date someone who genuinely cares about me and who I share interests with different. and can have yeah, a good yeah. time with, that's a good then point. you're looking in the wrong places to begin with. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But my advice to this guy is just like, come on, man. You got to just take a break, work on yourself, mm -hmm. find some hobbies, practice Agreed. mindfulness, Agreed. Right? practice gratefulness. You have all your limbs. Do you have people in your life well, that we care about know. you? <laughs> we don't know. He has. All his we don't limbs. know. We don't know any of this stuff, but it's like be grateful for what you have. Yeah. And then you need to take that energy and put it out there because nobody's going to want to date you if you're playing victim. 
Okay. I know Taylor Swift gets a lot of dates and she loves that, but Hey, she's not a victim. She's a boss ass bitch. You know she was a victim until she came out with folklore and then she finally took some accountability, which I appreciate. Oh my god, we're not getting into that. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of hers. Okay. (laughs) But until folklore and evermore came out, I was like, this girl is like riding the victim train way too hard. Anyway. I'm thrilled with her. She's an economic force (laughs) to be reckoned with. Okay. I am like Team Tay Tay for for real, but um. All well, right. she's monogamous. She's a serial monogamous. You don't know anything about that person. What Taylor Swift? You don't know if she's bi. You know if she's gay. You don't know that, what. That has not whether her sexual orientation has nothing to do with her preferences in terms of you relationship. You have no idea. This person, this person could be poly. You have no idea. No, she's clearly a serial monogamous, and I'll tell you why. It's astrology related. Oh, God. okay. We're ending the. We're ending. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, we're going. This is T. This we'll has been T. And sympathy. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.